Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today in the hot seat is Dan Clauser. For those of you that are new, I am Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, the founder and the, and the host. For those of you that are seasoned, thank you so much for tuning back in to hear another segment. Today, Dan Clauser and I are going to be talking about freedom from the norms of society. But before we jump in, let me give you a bit of background on who Dan is. Dan is an author of three books and counting. After 30 years of successfully leading a nonprofit youth sports organization in Berks County, Pennsylvania, Dan and his wife, Sandy, sold their house and all of their stuff in August of 2020. They now live full-time in an RV, traveling the country with their golden retriever, Yokilis. I hope I said that accurately. Working around Dan's speaking schedule, they volunteer at various locations, helping others, and tell stories of their travels and those they meet through blogging, social media, and podcasting. He has dedicated his life to serving God by giving back and helping others and has no regrets. So without further ado, let's welcome Dan Clauser. Thank you very much. Appreciate having me on the show. My pleasure, Dan. And before we jump in to the main part of the segment, which is your topic, I definitely want to do the connection series, which is going to allow the audience to connect with you in a fun and personal way. There are two options you can choose from, either an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game. What would you like to do? Uh, let's do the rapid fire questions. Okay, they're rapid, so gotta be quick. <laughs> so here we go. We're playing rapid fire with Dan and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question number one, favorite color? Red. Question number two, was it hard to downsize into an RV? Not nearly as hard as what I thought it would be. Question three, favorite scripture? Uh, it would have to be Jeremiah 29, 11. Okay. Recite it for the audience that may not know that one. Um, it's, uh, I'm going to kind of have it fragmented a little bit, but basically, um, talks that the Lord is always guiding your steps. Okay. Question four, you get three random acts of kindness per day. What are your top three to do today? Uh, I think a lot of times it's just holding the door for somebody, um, giving them a little smile and a wave and just genuinely being kind and, you know, nice to those that you meet, whether you know them or not. Question five, your golden retriever, the name, is it Yokilis? It's, it's Eucalyptus, and he Eucalyptus. is named... He's named after the former Boston Red Sox third baseman, Kevin Euclid. So I'm a big Boston Red Sox fan. So I named my dog after Kevin Euclid of the Boston Red Sox. Okay, awesome. I was just wondering. So Euclid is how you say it. Yep. 
Question six, favorite food or cuisine? Uh, hands down, pizza. Question seven, would you rather, oh no, because you're traveling the world, so I can't use that question. So out of all the places that you've been, what is your favorite spot? I can't name it. There have been so many incredible places that we've seen on this journey. And people ask that question all the time, but my wife nor myself can actually narrow it down to one spot that we live in an absolutely beautiful country. And there, there are so many, way too many for us to list. I can't, I can't give the top one. I just can't do it. Question eight, since right now y'all are just going around the U.S., do you all vent, um, plan on venturing out internationally, like becoming digital nomads? Um, probably not. I hate to fly. Um, so the RV is much more, you know, suited for me. Um, so U.S. and Canada um, may venture into Mexico a little bit, but anywhere the RV can take us is where we'll go. We definitely want to get to Alaska. Um, we haven't been there yet, so that's definitely on the list to go up through Canada and into Alaska, hopefully within the next two years. Okay. Question nine is going to be a hot topic. We all have seen the crazy gas prices at the pump and you driving an RV. How has that affected you? It, it has affected us a little bit. It wasn't something we were, we were planning on. When we first started this journey in August, we paid $1.61 a gallon of gas in Mississippi when we were down there. And we've paid as much as four ninety nine, um, not too, you know, too far in the recent past. Um, so that has affected us a little bit, but it's really um, just a matter of we'll stay in places a little bit longer than normal. Um, so we're we're dealing with it. And question ten. It is our pass or play question, Dan, and here are the rules. If you pass, our rules are reversed, and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? I will. I'll play. Okay, last question. So being in an RV with your wife, Sandy, and your dog, what is the most exciting part about this new journey? Um, just that every day is different. Um, you know, one time we can have, we're, we're always in our house, you know, our house literally has wheels. So one day we can wake up and we, you know, we have property on a mountaintop. The next day we can wake up and we have beachfront property or lakefront property. Um, so I think that is by far the coolest thing is just that it's an ever-changing landscape for us. And, um, you know, we never know what to expect. We absolutely love it. Amazing. And thank you for playing rapid fire, Dan. And that concludes the connection part of the segment. Now we're going to jump into the main part of the segment, which is you helping others get free from societal norms. And that is total freedom. What led you on this journey? Um, you know, it was really, you know, I, I, I loved what I did. I worked in a nonprofit youth sports organization for 30 years. And we were literally changing kids' lives and helping kids out. Um, and one of the things that's been so rewarding in this part of our journey is that I've been able to connect with a lot of my former players um, all across the country and, you know, spend some time with them and see 
you know, the young men and women that they've turned into today. Um, so it, it was a little bit of a difficult decision to leave that world and, you know, start out on this. But I think, um, you know, society really has kind of, you know, created this box that they want to put us in, you know, that let's work nine to five and, you know, do your job and do this and go buy a big house and, you know, pay your taxes and, um, you know, all these things that they, they give you this picture of success. And it's not really that way at all. Um, and like I said, I mean, we, we have the opportunity to, you know, to be somewhere different every day if we want to be. Um, and truly that freedom of waking up on our own terms and, um, you know, just enjoying life to the fullest and living in the moment um, has, has been absolutely incredible for us. It, it's, uh, said it's hard to put into words, but it, it really is freeing. It's not, you know, we're on our terms and, and we love every minute of it. Thank you for sharing that. So what it sounds like I'm hearing is whenever you made the transition from spending over 30 years in the nonprofit space with youth to then switching gears, it kind of sounds like in the beginning, it was different because it wasn't something that you were used to because you were then stepping outside of your norm into something that was completely new, but it was a faith move and it was a leap of faith. And then in doing this new season in your life, a new chapter, you see the freedom and it sounds like you have that total freedom and luxury to be with your wife, be where you want, when you want, without any strings attached. And you're helping so many other people on their journey achieve something similar without feeling like the pressures of the world, trading their time for money, without feeling that they're condition to be in a specific box because of what societal norms say to feel as if they could truly expand their horizons and they could achieve all of the things that they want to achieve on their own terms would you say that's a good summary and explanation of kind of how you feel with this new season that you're in yeah ab absolutely um and like i said I you know, you said in the intro, you know, I've written three books. I've been able to write a lot more now than what I ever did um, working for the nonprofit. I mean, my first book was published in 2012, you know, so I was still working. I always wanted to write more, um, but never really had the opportunity, um, you know, because I was working so many hours. Um, so to be able to have that freedom again, to, you know, sit down and write at my own pace and, be able to throw that out there and share it with the world. Um, it, it is, it's, it's incredible. It's an incredible feeling. And, you know, I hope whoever reads one of my books or one of my blogs who may be kind of looking at doing, you know, some sort of transition and, you know, wondering if they can, like, I'm here to tell you that you can, you know, you can, you can still with all the opportunities that people have today to work remotely um, our type of lifestyle is more readily available today than what it ever was in the past. 
So then another question um, for someone listening in or watching this video, they may be wondering, well, Dan, how do I make that leap? How do I make that transition to really get free from the norms of society? And what does that look like lifestyle-wise as well as pay-wise? Because sometimes it can be scary for individuals that are leaving that nine to five, that corporate job with the benefits, the perks and et cetera, to jump into the entrepreneurship bucket where they're building everything from the ground up and they're having to figure it out. So if you could give five tips or your blueprint on how you did what you did, I think that would add a lot of value to the audience today. Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing is, you know, having the guts to take that first step. Um, you know, so for Sandy and I, um, we talked about it for a little bit and then it came time, you know, to put the house on the market. And that was really the first step of, you know, we're really going to do this. And, you know, as far as the blueprint, it, it's really just having kind of that faith over fear that, you know, it's going to work out. Um, you know, because we, I, I can't say that we had a, a great grand plan, so to speak, going into it. Um, you know, we, we knew we were going to sell everything. Um, you know, we knew that we'd be depending more on my, my writing and my speaking and that sort of thing than what we, we ever did. Um, you know, so I, I think it's really just having the guts to go all in and say, you know, this is what, this is what we're going to do. Um, and that's not easy for everybody, but I mean, there are actually one and a half million people in the United States that live in an RV full time. And, you know, some of them actually still work like a nine to five remote job almost where they know they've got to be, you know, in a campsite or, you know, in one place Monday through Friday, and then they do their traveling on weekends. So there's just so many options. I, I think it's just, you got to stop thinking in the box. You just got to get outside of it and, and understand that there are other ways to generate revenue and to generate money other than just, you know, going to the office every day. So another question. So before you and Sandy sold your house and all of your things in order to move into the RV, did you all already have an RV that was your BCP, your business continuity plan? Or if not, when did you buy the RV? No. So we, we never camped a day in our lives in, in an RV prior <laughs> to, I, I never drove an RV till we drove this thing off the lot. Um, and you know, when you want to talk about faith over fear, um, I say this all the time, we, we were buying our RV the day that the governor of Pennsylvania was issuing the COVID shutdown orders. Um, so that kind of threw a curve into our plan as well, because, um, we were, it was never the idea to have an RV payment and a mortgage payment at the same time. So we were simultaneously taking our house off the market because of COVID, and buying an RV because we got a really good deal on a 2019 leftover RV that we really felt we had to take advantage of. Um, so we're sitting in the, in the dealership kind of like, you know, have we completely lost it? Like what is going on? Um, but again, it still felt right to an extent. So, um, so yeah, so we were not campers. We were not RVers prior to this. 
um, you know, which again goes to show you, like, if you put your mind to it, you, you can do whatever you want. Um, so yeah, there, there was no, you know, it wasn't like we'd been doing this for years and, you know, would go away weekend camping or anything like that. And, and honestly, we joke about it now because, you know, we're, we'll be in a campsite and we see people that will come in just for the weekend and like all the stuff they're unloading and stuff like that. And I, I've said to Sandy many times, I'm like, you know, if we were weekend campers, I don't think we'd have ever done it full time because it seems like a lot more work if you have to load everything up and then unload it again, where us, it's all here all the time. So it's just pull into a campsite, get a couple lawn chairs out and, and we're good to go. Wow. And I started laughing because it made me think about the movie with Robin Williams. You know, the movie RV, whenever he gets an RV to go on the family trip and it's his first time driving the RV. So he's knocking down mailboxes and all of that stuff. And when you said, I never driven an RV until we went to buy the RV and we never camped, that movie popped into my head. So I think I'm going to watch that later on because it's hilarious. Yeah, I, I've been, I have not seen that movie yet, but it is on my watch list. I, I've heard, and it's funny, just recently, I've been hearing about it a lot more and more. So I, I have to actually watch it because I have heard it. It's really funny. Yeah. So I challenge you to go watch it like later on today, if you have time, because you would definitely get some laughs out of it. And oh my gosh, Robin Williams was hilarious. And it's just sad that, you know, his life ended the way it did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think that's a somewhat of a great segue of people understanding that no matter what level of life you get to, sometimes you're not going to be fulfilled. And, you know, who would have ever thought that, you know, everything that Robin Williams had accomplished in his life, that there was still something that he was missing um, and battling that depression and sadly taking his own life. And, and I think that's, you know, one of the things where if you really, um, you know, you really got to approach life of, of living it in the moment and really, you know, taking advantage of the time that you have, um, you know, with others. And I think that's a perfect example, you know, kind of unplanned that it came up in conversation of how, you know, even if you have all this money and all this fame, but yet there's still something missing. Yeah, absolutely. And just to recap some of the things that you mentioned, just so we could tie it up for the audiences, have the guts to take the first step to transition. So you said, go all in. You put your house on the market, sold everything, then lived in an RV, which is now your mobile, your mobile living. Um, two, you mentioned have faith over fear and know that it's going to work, work out. So it's that mindset, you're reconditioning your mindset and you're letting um, yourself know that it's going to be okay. Even though it may be hard, as long as you go in with that positive mindset, then you know that everything is just going to align out. And even though challenges come, you have to just stick with it because it's those challenges that we learn from that make us better and stronger. Then three, you talked about get outside and think outside of the box. And I always tell people, Genesis was not born in a box. 
Don't place me in a box, even though I'm multifaceted and multidimensional. Not just do I do my podcast, but I'm also a visionary life coach and I'm an author as well. Don't just put me in a specific box because it's how you see and perceive me. There are various things that I can do and I don't need to be in a box because if God wanted me to be in a box, he would have birthed me in a box. But until then, I am popping prepared on purpose. So whenever you said that, that that actually went along with my sentiment of some of the other things that I do, not just in the podcasting space, but also in my professional life. And then live in the moment. I feel like sometimes people take life for granted. And there's this one song that says, you take life for granted until you see your family member in the hospital. You take life for granted until you're walking by that casket. You take life for granted until dot, dot, dot. I'm not going to say the whole thing because it's so true. And the one thing that I could say, having lost my father in the pandemic from medical negligence was, people who came to the funeral, they talked all this amazing thing on how great of a man he was. But when he got paralyzed from the waist down, where were you to come support myself, my husband, and my mother as we were going through a new normal with him and his life transition? And just because he was no longer able to walk and move around and ended up getting paralyzed from the waist down to due to medical negligence, he was the same man he was walking that, and he's the same man he was in the wheelchair. And it made me question my faith, God, why would you allow something like this to happen? But then it took me going on a self-discovery journey to realize that things don't just happen for us, but they happen to us as well for us to grow mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So whenever you're talking about freedom from societal norms, I had to get free from societal norms because society begins to condition you when you're going through losses in life. They want you to think a certain way or behave a certain way, and that's not conducive for everybody. There's not a one size that fits all. And there may be some in clothes on Amazon, but you all know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's so true, you know, I mean, and, you know, God created us all as individuals with our own free spirit and our own free will, um, that we all deal with things completely differently when it comes to grief and loss and that sort of thing. And I know, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, we've noticed, sadly, since we've started this journey is we have lost a lot of people who are very close to us. And they were all people who had plans to do something in the future, you know, but yet they never made it to the future. And, and I think, you know, you said earlier that we take life for granted as, as human beings. And that is just, that's so, so correct, but yet such a terrible approach to living, you know? And I think the, you know, one of the things, you know, obviously the toughest part about this journey is being separated from our family for, you know, long periods of time. Now, we're also fortunate that I've got family you know, cousins, aunts, and uncles scattered across the country as well, that we get to connect with ones that we wouldn't have connected with otherwise. But we really do um, are, are much more intentional about the time that we spend with our family now than what we ever were in the past. Because sadly, you just never know um, when the last time is going to be. When we got to Pennsylvania on this stint to come back home, um, my sister-in-law was, was uh, in the final stages of cancer, and it turned out 
we had 19 days left with her and we, we didn't know it. Um, but yet we're so grateful that we had those 19 days with her, um, you know, because it was, it was very in the moment, the time that we spent with her, we, we spent, you know, a lot of time knowing it was, it was going to be toward the end. And, uh, I think, you know, if we, if we approach life a little bit more in the sense that, um, you know, this may be the last time we have with someone, we would be a lot more intentional, a lot more deliberate about the things we do with them in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for sharing that and getting that out. Now we're going to jump into the call to action part of the segment, Dan. What is your call to action for someone who is listening or watching this recording regarding getting free from societal norms? Again, it, it goes back to, you know, taking that first step. You know, if you're not happy where you're at, or even if you are happy, you know, like I said, I, I was happy in the position I was in. Uh, I love doing the work that, that I was doing, but it really does come down to taking that first step. If you think there's something more out there for you, um, there probably is. So, you know, just um, throw caution to the wind, so to speak, and, and take that leap. <laughs> um, that's really what I still go back to is just, you know, understand that you're never going to be as young as you are today. So if there's something you want to do, don't, don't put it off, like do it today and start, start making, putting things in order to, to do it and make the change. Amazing. And for those who are interested in connecting with you, please plug your website, Dan, and where you primarily hang out on social media. Absolutely. So um, website address is journeyofmymotherson.com or just danclauser.com. They both go to the same spot. Um, blogs are on there. Links to my book, um, both on Amazon, as well as if you want an autographed copy um, directly through the, the website can be ordered there. There's a link there um, as far as if you'd want me to uh, attend an event to speak. Uh, I'd be more than happy to, as long as the parking lot's got a space big enough for an RV, I can get there. Uh, you don't even have to get me a hotel room, like I'm good to go. Um, and, uh, you know, Facebook, uh, Dan Clouser author is my page. Uh, Instagram, um, Dan Clouser 5 because that was my old jersey number when I was coaching. And uh, those are probably the two main social media spots I hang out on. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, don't really do Twitter. Um, but uh, Facebook and, and Instagram are probably the two you'll catch me on the most. Amazing. So danclauser.com or the other one is once again, what, Dan? Journeyofmymotherson.com. Journeyofmymotherson.com. So audience, all of Dan's contact information will be in the show notes. Make sure you like, comment, follow, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms. You could also see the video to this recording by going to our YouTube channel, which is GEMS, G-E-M-S, with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And lastly, but not least, my big ask, 
A-S-K is for brand sponsors. This podcast is currently ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com is where you'll find those metrics. And in order to continue to spread the mission and the movement, which is to bring on topics that are educational, inspirational, and motivational, while we also intersect and connect the dots of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, it does take resources. So I would love for you to become a sponsor so we could continue the good work that we're doing. You could send me a personalized email to gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp at gmail.com or head on over to the website genesisamariskemp.net to find out more info. But until the next guest, next segment, where would I be without my supporters? You know, I only think about you. I want to thank each one of you for everything that you do for the subject matter experts that come into the community, myself, as well as the mission. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.